today is December the 7th. Does the Old Testament say that the Messiah is God? Let's find out together as we study Psalm 110. So we're jumping over a number of psalms. Uh, All throughout the psalms, there are snippets of verses that refer to the Messiah, prophecies. Uh, We're jumping over those so that we can spend time when there is a larger uh, reference to the Messiah. One of those occurs in Psalm 110. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Now he goes on. He talks about extending the Lord's, uh, the, the, the king's kingdom. Then in verse 4, he says, The Lord has taken an oath and will not break his vow. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And he goes on and he talks about how this new king, this new priest after the order of Melchizedek, will rule Israel. Psalm 110.1, the verse that we read uh, initially, is actually quoted four times in the New Testament. It's quoted in the book of Matthew chapter 22, Mark chapter 12, and Luke chapter 20. We're going to look at Mark chapter 12 in verse 36. Uh, We'll start reading in 35. Later, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple, he asked, why do the teachers of religious law claim that the Messiah is the son of David? For David himself, speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David himself called the Messiah, my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? Now, the crowd heard him and the teachers of the law couldn't answer him. He confused them with this. Actually, what we see here is a very clear reference that the Messiah would be king of Israel. Not only Jesus, but Peter understood that. And so Peter, in Acts chapter 2, verses 34 and 35, referring to this verse, says David himself, never ascended into heaven, but he said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies making them a footstool under your feet. Let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. The Messiah, the Anointed One, is presented here as coming uh, to rule Israel. David's son, and yet ruling actually over David. David refers to the Messiah as my Lord. That would not be a common way for a father to refer to his son or his son's son. So Jesus and Peter 
are saying there is something different going on here. To emphasize that something different, we have verse 4 of Psalm 110. You're a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. That occurs in Hebrews chapter 5, in verse 5. That's why Christ did not honor himself by assuming he'd become high priest. No. He was chosen by God who said to him, You're my son. Today I've become your father. And in another passage, God said, You're a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. That's repeated in verse 10. And then two chapters later, chapter 7, verse 17, it's repeated again and again in verse 21. We won't get into details of how Jesus is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. But what Hebrews says is that Melchizedek has no genealogy. He has no beginning. He has no end. His name is a little bit vague. It's a title instead of a personal name. The king of Salem. The king of peace. The point that the New Testament authors are making is that even in the Old Testament, we have statements that the Messiah is indeed God. We have statements that David refers to the Messiah as my Lord in a passage where David has just said that God, the Lord, said to my Lord. Although he may not have understood it fully, there's an indication there of divinity. And then a priest after the order of Melchizedek. The New Testament authors take that and refer to Jesus being a priest in the order of Melchizedek as being eternal and being a priest unlike any other priest in the cultus of Jerusalem. Hey, this Christmas, as you uh, celebrate the birth of God's Son, remember this is God. One of the songs that we sang on Sunday said, Mary's maker has now become Mary's son. It's a paradox, but it's true. Please like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll address the question, did Old Testament people commonly talk about the prophecies?